Kerrang. Oh, you're the Harley Quinn of what Batman? Who's the Batman that you're... Who, who, who? That's the confusing thing, because they're rebooting the universe anymore. Oh, you're because Killer Croc? Okay, for what Batman? For Yeah, for which character? Like, oh, another Batman villain? Okay, who's <laughs> Batman? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, another Batman villain? TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. What is up, Matthew? We just came back from the movie theater. We literally, did. it's crazy because at the end of the last episode, ago. we said that we were gonna go see the Mario movie, and then we saw the Mario movie, and guess what? It's next week for the viewer, the listeners, and here it's we actually are. the same day. <laughs> crazy concept. Welcome back to another episode of the Nerdy Misfits podcast. It's us. It's us. It's a Connor and the Matt. The- no, the Nerdy Misfits. <laughs> It's like a Mario and Luigi, but the Matt and the Connor. The Super Italian. <laughs> Woohoo! Yahoo! Anyways, so we just got back from the movie. Um, nice, short, like, only an hour a and a solid, half. It's solid, like, it's just a good time. Like, if it was any longer, I feel like it would have dragged Dragged on. on, for sure. I feel like more movies need to be in this realm of that hour and a half. It's easy. Which is funny because quick. you have that, and then people complain about it. Because you look at the Ant-Man movie... And that was a good time. Yeah, it wasn't it was too solid. long. It wasn't too short. But people are like, it wasn't long enough. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, it, it told the story. It's a middle a start, a middle, and an end. And it concluded a done deal. Done deal. Like, it's easy. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on the nice uh, new Super Mario movie? I thought it was pretty enjoyable. That's what I say. I don't think it's like a cinema, you know, it's like a masterpiece. But yeah. it was enjoyable. Made me laugh. The music was really good. Sound effects were really good. Mm-hmm. Lots of Easter eggs. They jam-packed it full of references to all kinds of games. Yep. And they covered more than I thought they would with uh, Donkey Kong mm-hmm. and like that whole world. So, And they also left enough open that theoretically there could be more. Crazy. The whole Bowser trying to marry Peach, that was different. And Jack Black singing. I'm always down for Jack Black singing. Jack Black singing is just always a good time, I find. Um, no, I'm glad you liked the movie. I think it was, a, I think personally it was a solid movie as well. They, um, the way the story was told, I didn't know that's how they were going to do it. Me neither. Yeah. So we're trying to do our best to be a spoiler free review yeah, here. We didn't, we didn't kind of like do any much research into it. We've seen, no, I saw the trailer. The trailer that was it, it. Yeah. Um, I think the voice, like, I don't know as much as hate Chris Pratt was getting, but going into it, I thought you did pretty well. Did, yeah. I think the way, because of the way the story was written, it made sense. It all worked. They even exactly. made fun of like the commercial at the very beginning. No, this isn't really a spoiler because it happens right at the beginning. Yeah, but they reference why there's no Italian accent. Exactly, because they're from Brooklyn, and it makes sense. They I think, overdo the accent in a commercial they make. Exactly for the marketing of the film too. It's very interesting because most of the things that are in the trailer happens within the first like twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah, they're not spoiling anything. Like I, they're didn't... not trying to tell you everything that happens exactly. in the movie. Which is crazy because 80% of the time, wow. movie trailers Can are like the entire story. Um, but it seems like, yeah, I, be- I agree with the audience score. It has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep, makes sense, makes sense. Uh, but from the critics, it has a 56. I feel like that's just some disconnect between what people desire in a movie and yeah. what critics think is good. Which is kind of annoying because watching the movie... It hits, like, there's various age groups it hits. 
feel like if like, you like Nintendo or Mario, you're going to enjoy yeah. it. And if you're a kid, you're just going to like it. You're it's just all it. nice and colorful, and it's a, some yeah, fun voices kind. and just... Animation was solid. Animation was solid, especially coming from Illuminations, who's only really good for minions. Which I, I thought minions. the minion, the, the opening for the Illumination thing was cute, too, with the minion. Minion on a go-kart? Yeah. I'm always excited, oddly, for that, because obviously that's the face of their animation department now is the minions. And it's the minions always are just, great, yeah. though. So I can't go wrong with that. Um, any cons from the movie? Um, it's not really a con because I don't, there isn't a really a story to really tell with yeah. Mario, right? You don't want to do the damsel in distress, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> overdone, cliche, don't need to do it. For sure. I liked how they kind of made Peach this super strong woman. Her, yeah. She, I mean, she's the only woman in apparently the Mushroom Kingdom. It's just her. But, you know, she's a strong individual. I thought it was good for her character. Yeah, she had was she was a strong character, and she was the one who kind of helped Mario kind of go through get get yeah. to where he needed to be. So I liked I liked that. Peach actually had character development. Yeah, Peach had character development. Luigi was very Luigi, scared of everything. Yeah, it was classic. Mentioned to his haunted mansion, like there was Easter. Yeah, eggs and there was Easter that. eggs towards a lot of different villains in the ser- in the game series. There was references to a bunch of different games, yep. like oh, original Mario. I loved the one scene when they're in Brooklyn and Mario and Luigi. Yeah. They did the scrolling game style yep. where they're just on their way to their job. I thought mm-hmm. that was really clever. There's also in the, one of the opening scenes is I think it is one of the opening scenes when they're watching the commercial. And there's a dude standing beside them. If you look, the dude's playing an arcade game, and it is yep. actually just a graphic of the original Mario game. There was also when they first reached the Toad Kingdom. There's a um, the Mushroom Kingdom. There's a someone with an N64 game, and they're like, "Oh, just blow on it; it'll work." <laughs> That's good. I was, so I there was lots that. of references. There's obviously a bunch of Super Nintendos. People oh, yeah. are playing all over different game consoles from Nintendo. So it was really. Kind of cool. I'll see a solid movie. And part of me per- wants to see it again just to pick out more Easter That's eggs. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like they've definitely niched, not niched, but they definitely did really well with hiding like casual Easter eggs. But even if you've only played like one or two of the games, you, you still, still pick some. up on them. Yeah. Right. Like even like the simplistic one is Rainbow Road. Like you just know it. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some, some things were just absolute classics. Obviously having Donkey Kong mm-hmm. throw barrels and exactly. homage f- to the original exactly. like, arcade game. Yeah. One of my favorite things for some reason in this movie, though, and it just made me um, so funny because you see in one of, you see in the trailers that they obviously have their carts, but the way they make their carts. Yeah, the way they make their carts is is exactly the same as how you pick your carts in Mario yeah. Kart 7 and 8. Yeah, which I just found that was, that was just funny to it's me. It's like the scroll. Yeah, scroll, pick your wheels, your base. And this is great. Yeah, definitely. That was a great reference as well. Yeah, and then uh, there is a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene. The mid-credit scene is great. Post-credit scene is just a, a handoff to the potential future of the Mario movies. Yeah, which is cool because we didn't get to see that character. That yeah. they hit. we saw we it, s- it, but, but not it. It wasn't involved in the yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. In the movie, I mean. Which leads into Matt's big question for this yeah. podcast: Is from a movie standpoint, there? I feel like every movie these days. Any big blockbuster-esque movie has to be part of a franchise. There has to be always an open-ended question that, will there be more? Will this be connected to something else? So on and so forth. For the most part, there's no just one-offs. There's not really one-off movies anymore. Even you look if at you it, think the it's going to be one. The Joker. It was a one-off movie at the time. And now there's a now second one. Now all of a sudden, we need to get a second one. 
I think another one is uh, the Keanu Reeves movies. John, yeah, John, John Wick. Wick. Probably supposed to be a one-off movie, and now Ford just came out, and now we're getting a fifth one, and we're getting a spin-off prequel sequel TV show. Because people just buy it. And, like, it's... That's why, like, it just bugs me, because there's so many companies that are just trying to force everything into a franchise or, like, sequels and stuff, and there's just not really one-off movies. Like, I watched the new D&D movie, and I'm like, okay, it was good, okay, whatever, and I'm like, this is probably just going to be put into another franchise. And it's like... You know what I mean? Like, I kind of just want to go into a movie. Why are the D&D films? It. Why did they try to grasp? I'm just going to relate it to Critical Role. Mm. I'm going to say, why did they try and grab that your own home game-esque kind of idea? I know that's kind of what they were trying to portray, right? Oh, this is your party. You're doing whatever you want. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, like, it's uh, people were scared that the D&D movie is going to be very, like, not easy, Kai, but, like, meta in the sense that it was going to open with people playing D&D and then it transferred but well, it didn't it was just I knew a, it wasn't going to be people playing but I just mean think of it as if you watched and listened to Critical Role yeah. and then they just made a movie that's pretty the, much what it is their, it's an adventure of five or four right? random things just in the universe and I'm like okay why not do something more lore based and interesting like, that's what I mean, Drizzt, like a Drizzt movie would be phenomenal and following his story yeah and there's 36 freaking books in the 30th anniversary that's something that would year. make more sense I for agree. me personally I think it would be great but no, there, I just feel like everything is becoming a franchise. There are everyone's trying to copy that Marvel, Marvel charm, the, the magic formula, which yeah. they didn't really have. At the end of the day, all Marvel did was they were they were the first ones to, other than obviously their series that just are book series. You know, Lord of yeah, the yeah, that's Ray, the thing. Excluding Potter, book series, like they're the one first of the ones, ones where that built a universe inside the movies. Kevin Feige was just like, what if? We did this. We have Nick stories Fury. of separate heroes, but they all intertwine mm-hmm. in the same world. Yeah. Now, to be fair, like, obviously, Kevin Feige wasn't the first one to do that. Like, if you look back in the history of movies, you have your universal monsters. They crossed of over. Like it's just that he's the werewolf. first that made it work. Yeah. In modern time. Right. He took something that I feel like most people were waiting for. Mm-hmm. We only ever got single Spider-Man films. Not that that was technically my Marvel. But no, know. but I know what you mean, yeah. Just big heroes. Honestly, the if you compare it to superheroes, the only thing, the closest thing to it would be the Daredevil and the Elektra movie. Yeah. That would be like the closest That's thing pretty to close. it. Because she like oh. died and then she got her own movie. And like 90s Spider-Man and X-Men. Yeah. But that's animated, so animated's a little bit different. But, but I know what you mean. But just like that's like closest thing yeah. in terms of there was actually a crossover and like we're in the same universe. Yeah. But otherwise it wasn't really common. Then I feel like it's so overdone. Well, like, they just the it, money. That's what it is, and it bugs me. Marvel makes so much money. So everyone thinks they can do it. They're just like, wow, if we have connection, people are gonna be more invested in exactly. our product and then we're gonna make more money because everyone who's invested is gonna want to see it. Exactly. And we saw DC fail at this because Multiple they tried to, because they tried to rush it. At the end of the day, Marvel took forever to get to that That's end game. Like literally, no pun intended there, but literally end game. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think we've really talked about this on the podcast. But literally, for their new DC universe that they booted with the Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice, yep. right? Um, sorry, Man of Steel was technically the first. Man movie of Steel is technically the first, which was. A, Solid okay movie. movie. It was decent. I, I yeah. mean, it was a little violent in terms yeah, of Spider-Man you know, and they Superman. Were, they but were trying to do a darker tone, you know, whatever. But 
But then you go to like Batman vs Superman, and the thing about that movie, they introduced everyone. You introduced like, tw- like I think it's like something stupid, like almost twelve pivotal DC characters <laughs> all in one movie. Because they're trying to rush them all together yeah. to be like, unlike Marvel, where we just like sprinkle a film. character here and here. Here's this no. character. Batman vs Superman was like, okay, we've seen Superman. Now, by the way, here's Lex Luthor, here's Doomsday, here's the return of Zod, here's Batman, here's Alfred, here's the potential fact that there used to be a Robin at some point. By the way, here's Aquaman, here's Flash, here's Wonder Woman. Cyborg? Cyborg's going to be yeah. also in it as well. And by the way, here's this villain and this villain to tie everything together in this. But then we're also just going to kill Superman off at the same time. And then Doomsday is just going to be here, but then Doomsday is going to die, even though he looks like garbage. But by the way, like, it's just, Why? Yeah, exactly. And the fact that your sequel got such hatred that you had to make a director's cut and add like two hours of footage for the story to be good? I shouldn't have to say more. And we only got the Wonder Woman after that, really. No, Aquaman got like a movie and stuff too. Well, I just mean in terms of when the Flash has gotten constantly pushed back. Yeah. Aquaman too, but I think that's also issues of because of certain actors and actresses that are in that film. So like Aquaman 2 has gotten pushed back. But yeah, Wonder Woman is just the only one that got a sequel. Because they, they didn't really come out with many movies. No. But they I, rushed it so hard. I literally think it's what? Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, the two Wonder Woman movies, Aquaman. Aquaman. That's it. Unless, if, if, do you want to count Shazam and Black Adam? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't even want, like, they're not even, like, they're there's not connected Easter at eggs, all. But they, like, they just exist in that universe, which arguably makes Shazam a decent movie. Yeah, uh, Black Adam too. Exactly, because as bad as Black Adam was, it's not dir- it's connected, but it's not forcibly connected. Like it's same universe, and you're like, cool, awesome. Yeah, it can exist in its own as its own movie. Exactly. Even a- apart from Shazam, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, but. That, that's the that's the questionable part. But like you look <laughs> at like some of the Marvel movies, even going into like Phase Two or Three, like Doctor Strange, good standalone movie. Yeah, like, agree. You know, it takes place in the same universe. Some Easter eggs. But it's not forced into it. Yeah, I mean, we are now at a part where Marvel is starting over, and people are—it seems either burnt out of Marvel, you either love it or you hate it, or expecting it to be all constantly tied to together. stay at that peak that it's been at. Yeah. But it's just not possible. It's not. You have to do you a soft to, reboot. You have to build back up go back to up. something. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see. Obviously, this year is a bit of a down year in terms of. They movies. also want to slow down because they pumped out a lot of content. A lot, content of, a lot in the last of movies were years. building up. A lot of shows been coming yeah. out. So a lot of building of the universe, kind of getting to know which characters are the important characters for us to exactly. follow now. Because I think for this year we have two more movies coming out, which is Guardians of the Galaxy and yep. the Marvels. Yeah. And then we have Secret Invasion for the show, and then we're having one other show later this year, but I don't know which one. Which is still a lot of content. Yeah, that's still three movies and two shows. But if you look in the last two years, we had like seven or eight movies plus like half a dozen yeah. shows, and it was just constant, right? So I think they've realized that. COVID also messed up with yeah, some of the... with all that stuff too, so. But we'll see how the first part of the new Avengers ends up looking. I'm excited still. I'm excited to see how the group gets together. Yeah. Does a Nick Fury show up? Is it Nick Fury? Is there a Nick Fury? Stay tuned to watch Secret Invasion. Find out. But you know what I mean? I am yeah. there's still things that I'm interested in because Yeah, like the storytelling is still good. Yeah, the stories are still there. It's the big interesting thing for me is 
just because Tony Stark is gone, theoretically, the Avengers should still be, like, the building and everything should still be present, technically. No. What building are they even in anymore? Because if you look at Homecoming, they take the building away, and then it's, like, five years in the future, and they're all staying at the... Wait a second. But I'm just saying in terms of, like, the team is there. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm still fingers crossed. And they showed up that they were they were setting up training newcomers for the Avengers in terms of showing that there isn't a reliance on the main yeah. members being the Avengers. No, they're doing the whole next generation thing. You and I have talked about this theory before, but I'm still fingers crossed that like the Reed Richards buys the building and that becomes the Baxter building. That would be interesting. And that's like a good, just soft way to They're, introduce The them. base that they were at was the one that Thanos ended up destroying, remember? I think, yeah. That was like the flatter, the flat base mm-hmm. that he just nukes. Boom. No, I think, uh, I don't know, like obviously Marvel is arguably the most, uh, not arguably, it is hands down the most successful franchise. But they took time to do it. Over exactly. How, how long was it? Uh, Iron Man 2008 came. was the first Iron, Iron Man. Man. Iron Man film, and then, and then didn't get 20, Endgame 21, until... 2022, like, that's... Over a decade. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they did, they, they did their time, and they pushed it, they and it worked. They worked hard, and they kept building how many more movies were coming out. Originally, it was only one, maybe one or two movies. Iron Man and Incredible Hulk came out in 2008, and then Iron Man 2 came out in 2009, and then I think... Like, and they was, slowly they started slowly building built. momentum. You should not just the shove money. everything yeah, in. The money like, came in, and then they were like, oh, wow, we, okay, we're doing... Remember... I remember when we were obviously not doing a podcast, but we were like, whoa, wow, they're doing like three movies now per Crazy, year. Crazy. And we like, were like, what? That's a lot. Like, and now we're just used to it. Yeah, but now like, it's just common yeah. plus shows. Yeah, and it's just so much content, which is great. But then you look at other franchises and it just, it's weird because there's like franchises that are successful, aka Marvel, franchises that are like still going, but no one knows why. Like, Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious is final one comes out supposedly yeah this year, well it's always the last ride yeah but <laughs> been saying that since number two <laughs> it's not the last but then ride. that got a spinoff too the hobbs and shaw one right and I, i'll give it two years before hbo or paramount picks up a freaking fast there's a actually there's an animated show about dom Tardo's cousin oh boy it's a netflix original it's got like three seasons but yeah that's just just an action franchise really yeah even with transformers like there's the thing is we're waiting for DC to show up. That's literally what to challenge doing. to challenge the MCU. Cause in terms of characters and an already set lore of characters and world, DC is someone who can challenge. They have all of these characters. They have the justice league, which in my opinion is better than the Avengers in terms of the complexity of to the an team. extent. Yep. Because as far as the justice league is concerned, I just feel that they have a lot more crazy villains. If it's betrayed properly, because Doomsday is a cool villain. Yeah, but, of course. Lex Luthor. But again, again, character. both characters have got introduced. But it's but just like that it's, the, the DC universe is so vast, so large. The Justice League is massive. But you can say the same thing about Aven- Avengers, too. The Avengers is nowhere near as no. big of a team. But it's just, for your, based on your comic book knowledge as well, is for them to do a good Justice League movie, should they stay with like the core six or seven or should they do like a a b-list team mm, they have the, to get they're, they're, to get people to come they need to have at the least core. some of them they need to have batman basically. they need to have batman they need a superman of some sort yeah and then they'll go they need a wonder woman and then 
rotate the other three out? Like Flash seems like a pretty important character. <clears throat> Green Lantern, I feel like they Never do need to bring again. No, they need to bring Green Lantern in. He's a. It's a, they need to pick one of them and just bring <clears throat> him in. He's a understand. necessary character. He is. He's a very. He's literally their space travel base character to do stuff outside of Earth, other than Superman, obviously. Yeah, but he's, like, he's literally a, a galactic uh, yeah. police officer. <laughs> literally, though. And like it had potential. I don't know. As bad as the movie was for the Green Lantern film. Oh, no. The Green Lantern film's bad. But I just mean they need to have a Green Lantern in Present. the Justice League. Like we had a two second Easter egg with the Green Lantern, I think, in the director's cut of Justice League. They but could do B tier movies and have like Easter eggs of Animal Man. of Batman or someone yeah. from the Justice League show up to either recruit them or maybe even just a sound clip of Batman telling them to go. Like yeah. they're already part of the Justice League. You don't have to see them joining because, for the most part, in terms of Justice League compared to the Avengers, it's very like, okay, we're the Justice League, and basically they just become. A police station for the world yeah exactly where they start sending there's always someone up in the justice league headquarters up in space you know and the, like their massive mm -hmm. satellite weird building and they're like oh watchtower yeah that's it the watchtower and they always send someone yeah. they're like oh there's an emergency at x we're gonna send x team mm -hmm. so why not a cool thing would be sending yeah, yeah like swamp thing beast boy or something just be and have characters. batman's voice and be like exactly. hey guys there's a X thing here whatever. going on here. Can yeah, you yeah. check it out? And that's the beginning. I think the thing that bugs me too is that DC, for the most part, had a successful franchise, but it was the TV shows. Yeah, and then they didn't do anything with it. They didn't want anything to do with the shows no. and the movies. That's why I was super surprised. Ezra Miller had a cameo on The Flash in season eight, I think, when they were doing the huge multiverse-esque story. Well, that's why everyone thinks Grant Gus is going to be in yeah. potentially Fingers the Flashpoint. Fingers crossed. It's as great as The Flash. Super excited. But no, the fact that they had that and then it just, they've ended it and they didn't want to do any more of it is just unfortunate. Well, and now we have so many Batman too. It's like, who the hell's the Batman? Literally the Flashpoint Batman, I think has three freaking Batmans in it. And I'm waiting for George Clooney to show up all right at it too. Like, well, may as well, why not? We have like the so fact that Ben Batman. Affleck and Michael Keaton are both in it confirmed. I'm like, I'm waiting. Just George Clooney it. Just have everyone. Just, except for Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer's doing pretty bad. And Kevin Conroy's already passed away, but. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, that legendary man. I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating because I want to go to the theater and just... You want to enjoy a DC film. Yeah. Like the Blue Beetle one, I really hope there's not too many Easter eggs that connects it, but at the same time. Oh, you know what? We totally forgot three movies that are connected to the DCEU. Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, and then the Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn one. But none of them interest me at all. The Suicide Squad, I read the novelization of it. it Why would good. you care? Okay, from a starting, let's say you're starting up the DC universe. Mm -hmm. Why on earth are you going to care about the, the Suicide Squad as a startup? Couldn't tell you. We haven't seen any of these villains don't know for any of these characters. Yeah. Who, like, why do we care about Killer Croc, Captain Boomerang? Oh, you're the Harley Quinn of what Batman? Who's the Batman that you're, who, who, who? That's the confusing thing because they're rebooting the universe anymore. Oh, you're Killer Croc? Okay, for what Batman? For, yeah. For which character? Like, oh, another Batman villain? Okay, who's <laughs> Batman? <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, another Batman villain? Yeah, it's messed up. But then, like, you look at... um, Because it's not the know. Guardians of the Galaxy, which is kind of what James Gunn is trying to push. Like, oh, yeah, this is quirky team. Yeah, but... But it's a team of villains. But, Who are the heroes that put the villains exactly. in prison? Yeah. For Amanda Waller to I think I watched, I watched part of The Suicide Squad, the one that James Gunn did, like, the bigger one. With, okay. With, like... 
freaking like 20 different villains, by the way. And it's just, yeah, there's a lot in that throughout that entire film. But you get like Idris Elba's character, can't remember Bloodsport, Bloodspot or something. But apparently he gets like put into prison because he fought Superman at one point. And I'm like, okay, then why didn't we show a clip of that or something? Like, because they don't have Superman. <laughs> I know. That's the <laughs> issue. Who, who's the Superman? Show me. I don't know who's Superman. Show me is the anymore. Superman that put you here. But the confusing thing is that Margot Robbie, is that what her name is? Yeah. Who plays Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, and the Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey one, is, is that was supposed to be the Ben Affleck Harley Quinn. Batman, Harley Quinn. Because he shows up in that one Suicide for, Squad. For, for a scene yeah. of that. And then it just gets confusing again because you're like, well, is this new Suicide Squad that James Gunn just did canon towards that? Or is she just playing Harley Quinn in the multiverse now? Like it's. Yeah. It's just too convoluted. That's why Suicide Squad's not a good starting first point. few movies to start with. You might as well just freaking do a freaking Legion of Doom movie to start. You know what I mean? I, I like the idea of, of the Flashpoint being kind of. If it's done well. Which is why I'm excited because I like The Flash. I think yeah, The Flash a great is a cool story. character. And The Flashpoint is obviously an iconic story at this point. Yeah. And it's such a easy, oh, we're restarting. Yeah. Whoop, Daisy. He's going to run back Forget in time. everything that just happened. Over the last 10 years. We're starting over. Years, except for the Joker movie and the Batman movie. Those are still in their own little universe. Which is fine. But, Which is great. But, but like, I just mean, it, that is a good jumping on point. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're watching The Flash. Okay, everything from now Onward, is, canon. is canon. This is what's going on in the DCU. Yeah, I like if that. It doesn't flop. I, like I, the, I think it has potential. I like the idea of that. That's exactly what that's they're new fifty twoing it. They better Court of Owls bring it Court, in. I freaking wish. I think they brought Court of Owls into the Gotham show for a little bit. Make Nightwing a, a character. I live action Nightwing all the way. What do people have against Robin and well, outside, uh, I said in the in the movies, he's tight, obviously. Just don't like, need suit nipples, and then it'll be fine. <laughs> true. That's what I mean. It's like you can still have the Batman characters, just don't make it about Batman. Yeah, don't make Batman's important, but he doesn't have to be the end all no, be all. Exactly. People love Batgirl. People love Nightwing. I would love if they did like a Young Justice or a Teen Titans movie. Yeah, that would be cool. Having. The transition. I mean, obviously, we have Titans, the show, but it'd be yeah. cool to see maybe the first movie we see is an older dick as Robin being done with Robin, kind of. Exactly. And just being like, I want to separate myself from You Batman. can have yeah. Batman at the beginning of that movie, and then it's basically him being like, no, I fucking Have an quit. argument. Have an argument. Exactly. Be like, I'm going to the Titan Tower, and I'm going to be doing my own thing. Exactly. And boom, you've already established there. Yeah. Like and then just have him show up as Nightwing. Like you literally have him with the Robin costume and leaving it there with Bruce or something. Exactly. And then him going off to become Nightwing. The thing is is that you can do a superhero. And movie. then you can bring in other Robins. Exactly. Because we've only ever had Dick. Not that we've had many Robins in terms of live we've action. We only had him in live action for the movies. They hinted at another one for the Suicide yeah. Squad or during but, John of Justice or something. But it'd be but. cool because then you could do a story with Jason. Exactly. You can do a whole Batman movie with Jason. You can do literally the Red Hood story. Even which has him. Nightwing and Batman in it. Exactly. Right? They're the ones who are like, who is this? We need to hunt him down. Like, I would love to do, like, uh, Under the Red Hood, or like, Death of the, like, post-Death of Filming, so I guess Under the Red Hood. But just have it narrated by Nightwing. Like, his responsibility, like, he feels obligated for it kind of yeah. thing. And the other cool thing about the potential for DC is that Unlike Marvel, where Tony Stark ended up becoming the, the poster boy for yeah. the MCU, 
is there isn't really anyone to take over for him after he passes away. No. People say Peter Parker, but not really. Especially since, in my opinion, they went the proper route of basically nuking yeah. Peter Parker's past to have him have start a soft over. Reboot. Yeah. As Peter Parker, he is his own character now. He isn't reliant on Tony Stark tech, tech and to, everything. Yeah, you know, it's his own it's all homemade his own. costume, yeah. right to right back to the bitter end. So I like that. But I just don't know. There's not really a poster child for in DC. If Batman leaves for a bit, you can have Night the Nightwing take over as Batman. Literally, there's yeah. stories of it happening. Have him fight the other Bat family members to be the. Cowl. That's the thing. Is it just feels like DC is trying to like they play everything so safe. They. They they do, but then they're stupid about it. Yeah, because the they're like, they all right, we'll throw like, like six movies out, and they're all going to be kind of connected, but not entirely at the same time. They're not committed. No, that's definitely what it is. Yeah, uh, I would love to see Nightwing in an actual movie. He is one of my favorite characters. I like, I really enjoy his similarities to Bruce, but the way he handles it ends up being different. Exactly, which is nice. No, there's and, a lot of different things they could do. Green Lantern, there's so many Green Lanterns, too. Okay, you don't want to do basic, you know, basic bitch Green Lantern. Okay, okay well, then do John Stewart. John Stewart, Guy Gardner, Kyle Rayner would be phenomenal, too. There's so many. Like, could you imagine if... The... But they could even hint at Hal Jordan and just have him not be on World. Not even that. Just do, like, a... Uh, not a, You could do a buddy cop why, style film. You could have Batman, right? Mm -hmm. You could have Batman and a Green Lantern showing up... Hinted out a Green Lantern showing up, and he, he can be all annoyed because he's like, oh, Hal Jordan. Yeah. You know? Oh, not Hal. And then it's not Hal. Exactly. And be like, a different Green Lantern. Who are you? He's like, oh. Yeah. Hal Jordan is off Earth. I am John yeah, Stewart. It, la da 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 Exactly. You're like, oh, cool. You're all like, right. Now we have good. Green Lantern. Now, exactly. Like but then we know Hal Jordan exists. Exactly. So we can bring him in if whenever. Be, whenever. You know what I mean? Wonder Woman. Honestly, I like Gal Gadot. I thought she, she was great. Fine. Yeah. No arguments so, there. I don't know. I, the part that been confusing is the few people that they did cast well. I do think Henry Cavill was a good casting. I do think mm -hmm. Gal Gadot was a good casting. I enjoyed Ben Affleck too. But doesn't it get confusing when you bring them back now when you're kind of wanting to change yeah. like a reboot? I think the thing too for me when it came to the DCU is that I loved Ben Affleck as Batman because he played like a slightly older aged version. He played older. He but was that obviously implies a lot that Batman. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. Yeah. Just the give other me thing freaking Terry McGinnis. Fuck, freak well, everything. Why not just, just have Batman Beyond it? Robert Pattinson's Batman just be the canon Batman. Like, who cares? Bring it in. Why not? Why I also not? loved the combat from uh, from Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah. The combat felt really real Batman -esque. to the comics and yeah, it, video games. That's but, the thing. is like those movies are bad, but they have good moments. I mean, the cringy thing is, oh, Martha, what you say the name? Oh, it's no, just bad. bad. Yeah, that's and bad. And then I still can't get over the whole guitar rift bullcrap and Oh yeah. yeah, but the Batman like him fight the scene where he's fighting in that warehouse that was yeah. so iconic. Batman. The actor is escaping me, but the actor that played Alfred nailed it, and yeah, I wish he, he was in that too. film. The name he, is on the tip. He of my gave tongue, me really like, great um year uh Batman Zero. You was it Batman yeah Zero you yeah yeah like the first year like New Fifty Two is that what you were referring uh, to? No, Batman like the... Year One was it Year One? The one that Jeff Johns wrote. It's like an alternate universe where Alfred is the is the person who taught Bruce how to fight. Oh yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking about. Is it Batman year one. one or Year One? Year One. Yeah. But that's the vibe I got from that Alfred. And it, it fit. It and was he great. was a he was a badass motherfucker. Exactly. He was a badass. Exactly. So I don't know. It just bugs me because they have a lot of content, and it seems like they're just 
They're trying to reboot and make the Justice League again. Reboot, make the Justice League again. Do what Marvel did. Just have your one-off stories, and then a big catastrophe. And the thing is, we know them origins. Together. We don't need origins. We don't need to see the whole ship from Krypton. We don't need to see Bruce's Batman's parents, parents dying. Get killed again. We all know how they became exactly. heroes. Okay, so just we jump need, right in. We need origins for jump characters into, that don't need to the zero year with Riddler mm-hmm. and Batman just fighting. You know what I mean? Why not? They kind of did that with the Batman movie, but well, you, you should, know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. No, there's they have a lot of potential. Just jump into but, him, like uh, the way the is it the Dark Knight? No, the Dark Knight Rises. No, 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 it was the Dark Knight where you just jump into it. Mm-hmm. There's there's a scene. There's a f- bad I'm thing not happening. Hockey pants. Well, there's just there was a oh, bad like, thing happening. Yeah, right off the rip. Yeah, you just toss right into the action. Just to- pretend that we already know what happened. How exactly. he's Batman just. Let's jump into a villain doing villainous things. And it can be a classic villain that just escaped Arkham. Who cares? It doesn't have to be someone big. Just have him That's do it. That's thing, too, is Batman has such a large rogue gallery. Yeah, we don't could, need the Joker for the eighth time. It could be... You could pick anyone. It could be a B-list character, a random character. Let's just say Scarecrow escaped Arkham. And all it is is him grabbing Scarecrow, giving him to Commissioner Gordon. And now that's the way we meet Batman. We meet Commissioner Gordon. Okay, there's two characters right now. Uh, J.K. Simmons' uh, Commissioner Gordon was great, too. Yeah. Um, but right off the rip, boom. Both, yeah. both those characters are introduced. We now know, okay, he's he's already been Batman for a while because, obviously, this is a villain that he's fought who's escaped Arkham. Classic Batman thing. He's going back to Arkham. But those are two iconic characters in DC now we got introduced to. Exactly. It would be even better if it was a character that maybe is in a Suicide Squad because then that can be linked to Amanda Waller. Maybe we bring Amanda Waller in exactly. who's like, I'm taking this person for my exactly. project. Okay. But you got to do it. You, you can't throw too many characters, right? Because that was also the downfall of but, Batman or Superman. But of if course, you do it but these are, strategically. But these aren't heroes, right? Yeah. If you have Batman being introduced in a Batman film, mm-hmm. that's acceptable. Commissioner Gordon being introduced in a Batman film, acceptable. Yeah. Having an Easter egg of Amanda Waller showing up. I think an Easter someone? egg would be okay. Even be like, all right, just put her in subblock B and then he'll talk to Amanda Waller and then just cut it yeah, at that. Like mention like that. the name. You and know? then then from there, you can do whatever you want, whatever film you want. Like bring in like Poison Ivy or something. But it just, poison conne- Ivy it just connects. Would be great. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, a proper. <laughs> bring, Yikes. Bring back Gordon Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. But like, no, like even like if you look at New 52 and they did the Villains Month, there was 16 Batman issues for that. There's tons, tons and tons of villains that you could do. Obviously, not all of them are going to be as iconic as... No, like Clayface is not going to be iconic in comparison to a lot of others. The Riddler, the Joker... The Joker, obviously, Bane. the big two. Bane, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze. Like, there's there's definitely Court some of Owls. interesting... I think the Court of Owls yeah. would be great. Black Mask. Because Court of Owls is also very real. Or heavy. But it feels so real because that... It could easily be a thing. In real life. Yeah. It's kind of like the Illuminati in a way of it, like... No, it's literally the Illuminati of Gotham. It's like, just creepy. And that links to Dick. Wing. Yep. Link, heavy link to Dick Grayson. I think that would be perfect. And then you could also introduce Talon as a B-list villain. And then Talon... For a, for a, for Talon a Nightwing get, movie. Exa- that's what I mean. Talon gets away. And then next, you know, opening scene of the second He's in Bloodhaven. He's in Bloodhaven. And, night, and at the end of that Batman movie, for example, Dick goes, all right, I'm leaving. Here's the Robin costume. I'm taking care of the Talon. Then boom, he leaves. And then boom, there's your spinoff Nightwing show, movie, whatever. Or yeah, another thing they could do is have Bruce leave Dick a message. Dick's already in Bloodhaven. And he looks at the message and says something like, I know you don't want to talk to me, 
but there's a dangerous person after you. And yeah. he's just like, whatever, Bruce. Exactly. As and long then, as we don't get Grayson, we're fine. Fucking Yeah, <laughs> that's so unfortunate. Grayson had its moments. Some moments were yeah. cool, but I feel like Grayson lasted too long. I think it was like, what, 15, 16 issues? It was like, it went on. It should have been like eight issues and cut yeah. it or something. Especially since at the end of the day, there was a specific reason Grayson existed what, what dick was trying to yeah. gather for information so it definitely feels like they could could have just done that a lot quicker yeah but no. okay well I'm, we'll stop gushing we, about Nightwing. No, yeah at the end on, of the but day, i think saying that there could be there's so many heroes green lanterns flash wonder woman obviously like you mentioned we could have a teen titans movie we could do just, justice league dark where could, swamp could, thing animal man zatanna constantine like they need to do DC needs to make it... Take advantage of the things they have over Marvel, which is the more dark... Well, that's the thing. They tried that, and they made it too dark. No, their problem was they made characters that aren't dark, dark. Dark, exactly. They tried to make Superman, the symbol of hope, dark. Flash, too dark. Straight up. If you want dark, Batman's dark. Exactly. Justice League, Justice League, dark. dark. Swamp Thing, Animal Man, Constantine... But keep those characters that are fun or the symbol of hope. Keep More lighthearted. Light. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if they tried to make a Green Lantern movie and made it dark. I would love to see a Flash Green Lantern movie together. Oh my God, a buddy cop movie would be the phenomenal. Because they're friends. Exactly. Barry and Hal are like BFFs. It'd be a great buddy cop movie. Great. Obviously, casting-wise, you would have to nail it. You'd have to have two people that would like Their chemistry killer chemistry Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds level L- of, exactly. of bromance. Exactly. But it can't, it's got to be like actors that aren't usually in full comedic roles. Yes. Like, I I couldn't, like, because there's, like, the traditional buddy cop movies with, like, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg and all. Like, the, there's two comedic act, like, two yeah. comedic You need people that do serious roles because it would be taken, in quotations, seriously, but it'd have good comedic. Make Stephen Amell, Hal Jordan, Ex- <laughs> and Vern Grant-Gusson as a flash. That'd be phenomenal. I wish. Or even, like, Robbie Amell. They bounced well off each other, all, all like, those. Actors. The core group of the, the Flash of the CW shows and Arrow, like they all did really well together. There wasn't really any actors or actresses that didn't hit. Well, they there was a couple here and there. Deathstroke, they didn't seem like the cast got along with very well. But yet they brought him back later. They brought him back. But I say like Deathstroke. They hinted at Deathstroke at, at the end of one of the movies to be like the next villain. Be great Titans. It's the movie. only problem is now it's confusing because of the Titans show. That is what is canon, what is not canon. Uh, yeah, exactly. And they did cover, obviously they did cover the whole dick not wanting to be under Bruce's wing mm-hmm. and it would be repetitive in a sense, but you could do it better because let's face it, the original seasons of Titans wasn't great. No. Was not great at all. And he didn't go to Bloodhaven. Yeah, which is, that's a big red flag. <laughs> why? Why not? Why? It's funny we talk about this and we like... It bugs me because we're talking about all this stuff, and DC tried to, and then they like they played it safe again. Like, why did why was that background movie not just thrown like out into theaters? And like you you see interviews with Brandon Fraser, who the villain was Firefly, a B list villain yeah, with Batgirl, arguably a B not a B list character, but B list in the grand scheme of the Bat family. Yes, like it had potential. It was finished. Well, it's just because of all the stuff going on with them hiring James Gunn to be. I don't know. They're Kevin Feige. <laughs> but it I probably it, is easier. We don't we don't know the complete story, right? Exactly, At the end of the right? day, the maybe the James Gunn knows and he's just like, there's no happen. way we can make this work. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because that would have been their first movie that they're like Well, in a background movie would be awesome. Background would be phenomenal. Very popular character. And you could introduce 
various characters in that would be subtle, like Cassandra Cain, Stephanie Brown. Yeah, you can introduce who is part of the Bat family exactly. already. The extended family outside of the Batman and the whatever Robin he has at that time. But even though you could even have hints to those Robins. You could well, have yeah, her... Stephanie Brown shows up with her boyfriend, Tim. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can have if Barbara and Dick are currently in a relationship. Exactly. Maybe she calls Dick and says, no, I'm not going to. No, I can't I'm help not... you with your issue. Yeah. Boom, you know, Easter busy. egg there. Guess what? Now, or like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore yeah. about you and Bruce's drama. Yeah. Meaning, him and Bruce aren't currently exactly. Like, but why like, not go watch this movie yeah, to find exactly. out? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, we say this, and it sounds so easy just saying, but then yeah. it comes to getting the actors, the actors, the actors, the convolution of everything, the working the script. Working. Like, there's a lot. What's crazy is there's so much complexity of Batman alone. You could make a Batman universe, cinematic universe, yeah. just Batman. But I don't understand why they didn't. They could have. Yeah. Because you have like Batman, then you have the Robins, and then you have the Batgirls, and then you have your You have all your villains, you have like, Gordon. You have Gordon. You which, have uh, to be fair, they never did Gotham the way I thought they were gonna do Gotham. It was no. not the story I was expecting. So they could do a movie just on Gordon. Exactly. In his rise. Yeah. Because Gotham started have, off as a have, buddy cop show and then it went have the story weird. of why he became a cop. Him meeting exactly. Bruce for the first time, how he the moved gang up the ranch, how he's trying, yeah, how yeah. he's trying to make Gotham a better city. Like he is that Alfred is... show still going on at all? Oh, no. The penny, I think it's literally called Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Yeah, there's just yeah, it, it bugs me because they try and try again and they keep failing and failing, and then just yeah, no other franchise is just catching up to them either. Like it still throws me off. Like the new well, Transformers rooting, movie the, looks the good. The sad but part like, is we're rooting. We're always rooting for DC to to be able to be exactly. that competitor to Marvel. The fact that you can do give a us solid... a reason to want to watch exactly. Your like Black Be- Blue Beetle looks I, interesting. Well, the fact that we are in the theater and they have the pre-show and they're talking about the new Shazam movie, yeah, and we're just like, <sighs> yeah, it's like, whatever. I don't want to be saying that about a DC film. Exactly, I want to be like, yeah, I watched it. It was yeah. awesome. Or, oh man, I can't believe I haven't seen that yet. Well, that's the thing is, like, no, no, no part of me cares about Shazam. I haven't seen the Aquaman movie. I haven't seen the second Wonder Woman movie. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the Birds of the... I only want to watch Birds of Prey because Ian McGregor plays Black Mask. That's the only reason I want to see that movie. Black but Mask just, is a cool character. But does it work for a random Birds of Prey movie? I don't know, but at least it's, a, like you said, a B-list character. <laughs> yeah, they're Another trying. Batman villain. But, but why is it in a Harley Quinn... That's the thing. It's a Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey movie. Yeah, why is Harley Quinn a Bird of Prey? Exactly. It, I don't even... The Birds of Prey, I think, was like Huntress... Oracle? Was it? I, I want to say... It was either I want to say she was in it, um, the the girl that has like the supersonic voice. Can't remember. Her. Yeah, Canary. Black, yeah. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Let's see who the cast is. But I don't know who's in this movie. But I just mean like the real Birds of Prey, right? That's the, the core three. Yeah. Yeah, like apparently you have. What the heck? So obviously you have Harley Quinn and Black Mask, and then you have Huntress, Black Canary, and then Cassandra Kane. Okay, and so you have Cassandra Renee Kane's, Montoya. Cassandra Kane's being the Batgirl quotations yeah. of the film. Yeah, and then Victor Zaz is also in it apparently too. Yeah. I don't know. know. Like, I it just, just feel doesn't... like going the niche characters isn't a good way to start the reboot. No. That's why I'm also scared about like... You, at the end of the day, it sucks, but you do need to have those big hitters. Give people a reason to care about the universe. Introduce the Batman. Introduce members of the Bat family. Have a more bat family centric movie and maybe it implodes from there you know like a death of family exactly where you know the joker shows up i know we were just talked about how it doesn't have to be the joker but the joker really puts us in that comic he really puts a strain on the family yeah. right 
showing like the selfish selfishness of Bruce. The thing about Batman is the fact that you can do various stylistic choices for movies. You can make it a more noir movie. Yeah. You could do a buddy cop movie basically with Batman and Robin. You can, you can do it to show off his intelligence instead, more of his detective skills. Exactly. You could do more of a murder mystery of death in the family or death of the family. Like you can you can do a horror Batman movie. Yeah. Almost. Like the fact that they just keep recycling it, being like, oh, it's so dark and noir. But yeah. I'm like, you could do so much more. He's a very crazy and same with Superman too. So he doesn't have to be they did take a chance on Man of Steel being different, but it was it was too dark for the character. Yeah. You can have, like, Superman is cheery who has dark moments. Yep. Like, you look at 10 seasons of Smallville. Yeah, There's some luck. dark moments in that show, which, by the way, apparently Blue Beetle showed up in that. I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could not remember that. I'm going to watch that episode Green Arrow tonight. showed up. Green Arrow showed up. Aquaman yep. showed up. I remember them Flash showing up. Flash shows up. Don't remember Blue Beetle yeah, at all. It's got to be a one-off episode, probably with yeah. Booster Gold, guaranteed. If yep. Booster Gold was in an episode, Blue Beetle was probably in that same got episode. Power. You got powers from Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Isn't that how Smallville works? Oh, the first my few God. Seasons? Literally the first three seasons. Kind of like, kinda of like the how day. The Flash, everything happened from the accelerator. The particle accelerator, yeah. And then <laughs> in Smallville, it's all, oh, all these stones are giving people weird powers. Weird. This person is a serial killer. He's old. Just kidding. He's young again. Oh, no. He needs more Kryptonite in his oh, body. He needs Kryptonite. The gym teacher has the power to control flames. Oh, it's because he did a sauna bath with kryptonite rocks. As crazy as this sounds, I'm pretty sure this isn't our first episode ripping on DC. No, it's not. It's not going to be the last. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you're not wrong. Mario probably will have more. Yeah, 100%. Mario it's probably going to be a Donkey Kong Donkey movie. Kong movie. Wouldn't surprise me if we have a Yoshi, real, like a buddy thing with Mario Yoshi. Yeah, Wario, War, Waluigi, yeah. Mario, yeah, uh, Princess Daisy. Like, There's... There's there's a lot of Nintendo IP I in more, just the Mario universe. I'm more hopeful for animation franchises. Like ah. Despicable Me and Minions are great. You look at Puss in Boots, the new, the more recent one. People loved that movie. Yeah, they're supposed That's to be potentially Shrek. making a new Shrek movie. They are. No, 100% it's in development. Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy ain't doing anything right now. They are free. Okay, Cameron Diaz might be the only one that might not come back. But, but there's that. Um, I think... I think a Zelda movie would be awesome. I could see that happening because it wouldn't be as it would wouldn't not be as lighthearted as Mario. No, it would be a little bit more serious tone. Obviously, a lot more in like real fighting, mm -hmm. which could be cool. But it opens up once again, like you said. Does there have to be a universe though? Yeah, if there's never a Mario movie after this for like five, ten years, even the, they did it. Tried to do with Harry Potter, like the Fantastic Beasts, and that flopped. But at the end of the day, this movie was didn't solid. really hint at a greater universe it mm. definitely was it could just end off as a one-off and it was enjoyable that's what i mean the way they ended it was open-ended where it could be but, but they weren't be. forcing it exactly and that i'm more okay with that yeah i think it was well done but we'll see obviously we have transformers like you said yeah. there was the power rangers but the potential one that fell off they tried and then now they're rebooting it again but that was also licensing issues for the true ones, but i just but it wasn't like it was good no it had good moments but again it was overall it was pretty bad so let us know what what do you guys think? Does everything need to be a franchise? Do you want Do you want every one movie like that you like you watch? Even superhero films. Do you yeah. do you want to just watch maybe like a Robert Pattinson? Just the Batman. It's just its own thing. You don't need it to be related to, be to everything. everything. Or are you are you like us and you're you're secretly rooting for DC to pop Secretly off? rooting for DC, hundred percent. You gotta be. But um, I think with other And tell us some of your favorite like, franchises. Do you love Fast and Furious? I know some people love it. Do you like the Transformers? Pirates of the Caribbean, if that's ever going to get a new one too. 
let us know down in the comment section below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're not and you're listening to us on one of your favorite podcast listening applications, join the Discord. Join the Discord and let us know. Chat us about. It. I'm very curious what other people's opinions are when it comes to franchises because some are well done, some are not done, some are dragged out way too long, and some are just compared to Marvel, which you're gonna lose. That's just that. That is the plain fact. Like you're gonna lose. That's why you just have to make your franchise unique and just do. Just do, stick to do, your source stick, material. Stick and to just, your characters and your exactly. Don't overdo it. Don't try and recreate what Marvel created. Create something of your own. Exactly. But yeah, this has been Matt and Connor. They're already missing. Back at podcast. it again. Episode fifty. Is um, this the big fifty? This is the five zero. I'm pretty sure. I think so as well. Because last week would have been forty nine. Yeah, so, so if you've made it this far and you've listened to all 50 episodes, I am impressed that yeah. you've heard Connor and myself talk for so long. Yeah, almost a year straight. Crazy. In Over two a weeks. year's worth of technically Content. episodes because we've yeah. gotten Six specials. specials. But yeah, this is... Uh, Speaking of which, I had a Lynn chocolate. It was Easter. Oh my gosh. I could. I did Flashbacks. not eat any chocolate yesterday. I couldn't. I, had I looked at Lint. it and I was like, oh. Uh-uh, I had a Lynn and then the nostalgic of our episode just... <laughs> Like PTSD. Did you almost throw up or it what? It was like, ooh, felt queasy. But yeah. but yeah, check us out, guys. And we'll be discussing in the next episode and, of course, our the year big episode. big one-year episode, episode 52. We're going to be discussing future plans, looking back at the year as a whole. Maybe some potential guests. It is, Who knows? Uh, stay tuned for episode 52 because we don't know. <laughs> but we, we do. We are planning. We are planning. But until then, thank you guys so much for listening to the Nerdy Misfit Podcast yet we'll again. see you next week. Bye. Bye. The Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.